0: This is episode 18, and today we're talking about worry, anxiety, and trust.
1: Hello, hello, hello. We're just two normal
0: dudes trying to live this Jesus life. My name's Josh. <laughs> hey hey i'm andrew and we are this jesus life podcast josh we're on episode 18 how you doing my man dude episode 18 doing well
1: yeah Uh, i am on the other side of the uh, you're
0: further east than me right right now now. yeah
1: i am further east than you right now i am up here in the beautiful state and quickly missed state if you blink as you drive through it Mm -hmm. of rhode island yes uh but Never my brother's been brother's up here for work. Yeah. yeah, I've been in all these states too. So I think we're going to play in. So I went up to Boston already. I've been yeah. to Boston. I went up this weekend. Um, check those sites out. And then we're going to try to hit as much as we can during the week. But we're both nice. working. So it'll be limited. And then uh, I think we're going to do a big swing on our way to New York City. But go north first. Hit Maine, Connecticut, Vermont. Wow. And dude. then come back down really just long enough to be able to say that we've been in those States. <laughs> yeah. Or them off our list. yeah. Uh, my brother has, we were talking about this when I got here. Um, he has, I think it's like 48 States done. Whoa. Something like that. Something dang. crazy. Maybe it's 46. Dang. But like that's, I'm like, dang dude, I go, I'm not even anywhere near that. No, but I don't think I'm anywhere near out. that. That's awesome. Nice. I haven't spent any time in the Southeast. Well, yeah, I guess more like the East coast and South in the South. Like I've done Florida and Georgia. Right. 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 So have all those States, but not like I've yeah. been in the Virginias. Dude. Been in, that's not true. I've been in Virginia, but not <laughs> West Virginia. <laughs> I've been to DC. It's um, funny. Yeah, Dude, I you found just
0: like cats. full on mobile. Like you are, you're full. This yes. they work from home and you're like, yeah, but I'm going everywhere. You've been on the road, man. Yeah. It's awesome.
1: I know. I need to find somebody else that, uh, uh, is spending a week somewhere that I could just bum a place to stay off of them. Uh, that'd be pretty good cool. up to like Fargo and go see my brother and his fam. Ooh, you should um, absolutely should. And should look into that. The you problem is my dogs Jack- at home all by yeah. himself.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't think I'd take Jack to my brothers. No. Um, he's not a dog person and I don't really want to piss him off. Um,
0: I thought you were going to say, Jack. I don't really want to take Jack.
1: Uh, I don't I don't really like no, Jack I miss, anymore. I was in Idaho last week. I missed Jack. So I was like texting my mom. Yeah. With, like, Hey, can you send me some pictures of Jack? I get that. She sent me crappy yeah. pictures, but that's fine. They're pictures yeah. nonetheless.
0: He's still alive. Yeah.
1: Still alive. It's true. Dude, he um, alive. He has forgotten that I'm his owner, but he is still alive.
0: <laughs> that's fair. I think whoever feeds a dog quickly becomes their owner in their mind. I think um, so. I think yeah. that's true. We uh dude, we have five chickens laying eggs now officially. Um five chickens two, two are laying brown eggs and at least three are laying green eggs, which are Easter eggers lay, lay green eggs. Um, but it's pretty cool. Like more and more coming in all the time. It's pretty sweet. So, so how many how many eggs is that a day? It's really only been like two or three a day, uh since like last Sunday. Um okay. and they're small. They're still small. So as the chickens get they, full-size, full they'll get to be like full-size eggs.
1: Do they typically lay eggs every day? Like at some point will they get to that point where they're laying eggs every day?
0: Yeah, yeah, probably like mid-fall they'll hit like every day laying. Um, and then they'll like slow down quite a lot over the winter and then like spring and summer and fall, they'll go nuts, you know? So, so. They just, are they just one egg, a chicken a day or like multiple eggs, a chicken a day? No, no. Like the most I think we could ever expect would be one a day per chicken. And that's like, uh, okay. that's just for a but little you're still while. Like,
1: yeah, you're still over a dozen eggs a day. Dude. 16 yeah.
0: Chicken. Yeah. It's no joke. Holy I mean, crap. yeah. So we're, but we, we've been Hobie getting like, like a, eggs. If not, we, you're going to have to learn. We like eggs a lot. And, uh, you know, if everything goes to pot, at least we'll have tons of eggs to eat <laughs> and a big garden to right. eat from. Um, speaking of our, our topic, you know, plan basically prepper style on the chickens. But our goal is to be able to like give a ton away. Like, it'd be fun that if like every time somebody came and visited at our place, we could just be like, here's a dozen eggs, you know, or to our neighbors, like here's some fresh eggs. Enjoy. Um, yeah. It'd be pretty all sweet. That weed, all the weed that you're growing, are you planning on giving that away as well? Or is that just for sale? That's for sale. Yeah. How do you think we're okay. affording 16 chickens, bro? That's true. I was wondering. <laughs> um, I've been
1: watching Jana's uh, Instagram feed. So you're just like, oh, wow, they have a lot of weed.
0: Uh, <laughs> they have a lot of weed. Uh, we have a lot of weeds that we, we give to our chickens. Um, but yeah, man, that's that that's want. what's going on over yeah. here. For sure. Yeah. Thanks, dude. Yeah, man. That's exciting times to finally
1: get those chickens to do what they're supposed to do. All I know, along.
0: man. I'm like, you you suckers have been a lot of effort and uh, finally getting some eggs out of them. So, it's cool. And there's some that are really nice, dude. Some really like to be petted and always come up to me and just hang out till I pet them. Yeah. Like, that's kind of fun. And then others <laughs> are just totally terrified of me still. I'm like, I've known you since the day you were born,
1: you know? It's probably the night terrors. Like when you sleepwalk and you go out there and just scream at them. And I think it probably is scarring for them and they just don't know what to the do. The
0: night tears. Like, He's
1: not nice. Don't let him don't let him trick you.
0: He's not that nice. He, he wakes after up. You. Uh.
1: I always wonder if I have like night terrors or like if I snore really loud. Yeah. Um just because like I live alone. Well, I've lived alone up until you know this recent season. Right. right. Um so like you never know. Like, no one's ever around <laughs> when I'm sleeping. So you're like, I wonder if,
0: <laughs> like,
1: I'm gonna get married, and then she's gonna be like, uh, I don't know what the hell you do with sleep in your dreams, but
0: <laughs> probably it sounds like you're killing somebody. You probably I talk a lot in my sleep, which I did not know until I got That's married. That's
1: Terrifying for me.
0: Yeah, but because I like I know
1: what I dream at night. So, like, <laughs> I
0: don't want to say those things out loud. <laughs> It'd be terrifying. Well. You never know, man. You never know. Um but yeah, you probably You're talk like, or snore Sydney? or do something Ooh, weird. I don't
1: know. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, never heard uh, that name before.
0: Yeah. Uh, no. It's like and then wait, one day you'll have a kid. And Catherine literally said this to Shana last week. He went, uh or she went, Dad dad, another woman. <laughs> And jana's like oh gosh what? and I'm like i don't have another woman i don't have time money or mental <laughs> capacity for another woman like you're already so much so much of all those things that. no i'd stick um, your
1: daughter down and be like you're not gonna start these games now i know what you're doing you're
0: trying to cause division <laughs> here this is not gonna work uh, i'm like catherine you are disunifying so this family right now but yeah so love, then there's love. crap like that where you're like okay what am i saying in my dreams what is my kid saying? Like, and why yeah. do I have 11 chickens that haven't even laid an egg yet? You know, there's like, there's a lot to worry about. What stuff going That's on? That's true.
1: Well, <laughs> not only that, like, let's be honest. If you're living right, right now, we're recording this. It's August 31st of 2021. Yes. I was in 2021. I hope, I wish it was 2021. It's not, it's 2020. That's right. So we've seen murder hornets. We've Murder seen, course, hornets, COVID. yeah. We've seen massive fires. Now we're seeing massive mm-hmm. fires in the United States. Before all this started, beginning of 2020, we saw those huge fires in Australia. Yeah, um, we yeah. we had the black plague uh, in a squirrel in We Colorado. just had a
0: double hurricane um, hit Texas double and, hurricane and hit Louisiana. Texas. Yeah,
1: and there's another one I think behind it um, yep. headed yep. towards Florida ish. Uh, so massive racial unrest.
0: Pandemic, global I forgot about all that uh, and there's an election coming in like two months, month and a half. Oh. I don't know, November, whatever oh, that God. is
1: so it's like oh. I think it's like the second of November. Um, yeah. yeah so if you're worrying right now, you're not alone, <laughs> right? You get it. Right. Uh, there's plenty of things to find to worry, and maybe that's the point of our conversation today is there's plenty of things to worry about, um, totally. Why do we want to spend so much time? Focused yeah. on worrying about them, yeah. especially if we don't have any control over them. But
0: uh, yeah, I guess uh, where do we start with this? Um, I mean, to me, man, there is plenty to worry about all the time. And it's like, I feel like when you go on a lot of social media or on news, like if you open the Apple News app, Josh and I both have iPhones. Sorry if you're all about Android. I don't know how to use that no, no, phone. No, no, sorry at all.
1: Yeah, I'll be honest with you. When my <laughs> bubbles turn green, it kills me inside a little. Bit. You so yeah. much so that I give away my old phones to people that have green bubbles <laughs> to convert them to the good side. That's size. funny.
0: You're like, "Please come over. It's better for all Please. of us and here's, we can FaceTime." It's FaceTime. Get a get a like MacBook and you can send text from your computer. It's pretty nice. There's times we, we have a mutual
1: friend that we served in ministry together and she yeah. has an Android phone. Yes. Um, and there was times that we create, I messages without her involved in them. <laughs> um, though she probably should have been, um, <laughs> because she would change our bubble screen. <laughs> it was just,
0: That's so funny. It was, I uh, like it. Eileen, you're the best. Um, uh, but yeah. anyway, it's all she true. She doesn't know that. Now it's she's probably going to be Now she knows. Upset now
1: she that. knows. But let's be honest. Our friends don't listen to our podcast anyways. No. Uh, we don't know who does. And the amount of listens that we get is kind of surprising at times. It's mind boggling. Um, and the fact that none of our friends are like, oh, yeah, I listen every week. You know, we get more like, oh, yeah, yeah, you do that. I forgot. Or, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was going to listen.
0: I just haven't got around to it yet. <laughs> I get plenty of those responses. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, No, but with with worry and anxiety, like all I was going for in like the news thing is that like they just there's this incentive within all of news to like keep you glued and keep you watching or listening or clicking or whatever you're you're doing to read that news. Um, There's like a drama drive almost of like, we want you to be scared and freaked out. Cause we know you'll look for an update on the story <laughs> or like, yep. we know you'll come back here again tomorrow or you'll visit our site 10 times. Then on top of that, dude, we have like a massive pharmaceutical industry in, in our country. Uh, that is all about like anti-anxiety pills and all of that because there's such a massive market for it. Um, I don't, I don't know that much about them, and I'm not trying to take any weird stance on anti-anxiety stuff. But I know from the amount of companies, the amount of commercials, I know the market must be huge. Like there must be just yeah. tens of millions of people prescribed all this stuff uh, for better or worse. It's like anxiety definitely uh, rules the day uh, as one of the major one of the major things that is normal in our culture is to have extreme anxiety, whether it be about money or about politics or about hurricanes or whatever it is. Like anxiety is a normal thing, but in our relationship with Jesus, it's not a thing that is supposed to be normal. So I think that's kind of the conundrum we find ourselves in is like our culture is one way, but our kingdom culture is supposed to be a very, very different way.
1: Yeah, that's true. and. And it's hard to, to have this conversation. It's kind of, I think we talked about this a couple of episodes ago. There's, there's God's truth that sometimes are hard to believe to be true because you don't understand how they're true. And I think this is one of them of not worrying, you know, um, Philippians four, six was a, I had a plaque on my desk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had a desk growing up cause I was freaking weird. It was an L <laughs> shaped desk. It was like, I bought with my money. I remember
0: you telling me and that. That's so good. Out. Uh, Such
1: a strange show. Uh, but on my executive desk, uh, I had this plaque that said uh, it had Philippians 4, six on it. Uh, and I don't know where it came from. It's like this wood plaque. It wasn't even that nice, plaque, but I still have it. It's in my memories box now. Uh, yes, I have a memories box. Um, I do too. Don't worry. But it's at it had Philippians 4 6, which is don't worry about anything instead pray about everything and don't forget mm. to thank God for his answers. So you get truths like that, and you're like, wait a second, God, you do you really believe that mm. that I shouldn't worry about anything? Like yeah. you genuinely believe that? Um, like that's crazy. And and a lot of people just they're they're completely gripped by their anxiety. Um, when those yeah. when those moments come on, like there's nothing else that mm. they can think about. There's nothing else that uh, they're just completely consumed by them, uh, yeah. And they're looking at this moment, saying, "Wait, this isn't supposed to be this way." And Jesus said, "Other, like, how is that even possible?" Hmm. Um, and oftentimes, with with lots of different things, not just necessarily worry, when we get so consumed by something, we don't see another alternative or another option that it could be, yeah, uh, because we're so ingrained in that moment of this is what it is, and um, uh, that makes it difficult, but it doesn't mean that the truth isn't still true. Um, It doesn't mean that, that, that uh, Jesus is still Jesus and he's more than capable of intervening. And I think this is where um, having the right coming out of this, you know, these last couple of episodes that we've been doing about the character of God, this is where it comes into play when we have the proper view of God and his, who he is and his character. um, Like that's the piece that's uh, going to give us the ability um, to, to focus in on, on Jesus and to, um, focus in on, on not worrying and, and focusing in on that. No, no, no. My God is all powerful. He can intervene. No, my God is everywhere. Uh, he's around. I don't have to, I don't have to feel isolated. Uh, I, I know that my God uh, is all knowing. He knows uh, the situation that's in front of me. Uh, he can provide wisdom as, as, as he sees fit. Um, you know, to ask, oftentimes he doesn't give wisdom because we just don't ask, but, um, yeah, I think that's a big piece of this, of you could be sitting in that moment and 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 thinking to yourself, like, this is crazy. Um, like, I'm completely uh, gripped by my anxiety, about yeah. my fears, about my worry. Um, and we get it. We've been there. We understand. Um, what we're trying yeah. to tell you is it doesn't have to be that way. Um, yeah. It's going to take some work. It's going to take some rewiring. Um, and we'll try to get into some of those conversations today, but um, it doesn't like there's hope on the other side. Yeah, you know, like you don't got to, you don't have to sit in this forever. Yeah, Jesus can provide healing.
0: And I'd add to that that it's uh, just like what we've been talking about in the weeks past with all these things of like, what's a good view of God? Um, this is, I just think another one of those things where God could take you from being super anxious and worrying about a lot of things um, and then make you never have worry again he could do that I, in my experience he has not done that for me um, there's still things I worry about even though I know all the verses that we're going to talk about I've read them I've thought yeah. about them I've journaled them um, I've prayed them sometimes and then you know still find myself worrying um, about different things and so it's like it's like a muscle you build up. And I think it's really mm-hmm. about trust, you know, of like, do I trust God? Yes, of course I do. Well, what about with this scenario? That one I don't trust him with. I don't trust him with that. <laughs> you know, it's like you yeah. you learn it more and more over time. So I was, I had something cool happen yesterday, a kind of mental shift that, that was pretty neat. Um, I interviewed for this job that you know about, Josh but I don't know if I've mentioned anything about it interviewed for this job and it's one I would love, love to have. Um, and I got through, through final interviews and, uh, and basically the HR came back and the the hiring manager was like, okay, we know who we're going to offer it to. There were six candidates. I'm not sure if it was going to be me or somebody else, but, um, but we know that HR basically said, okay, but there's this restructure coming that we've all been waiting on. So we have to wait until that's more clear, until you can make an offer or or not, because we don't know how this team is impacted by all of that. So it was like this huge thing that I'm like so pumped about. And then boom, it's kind of just ripped off the table for could be another day, could be another three months. I don't know. Like, and I I can't do anything to... To shift that. So that's something that I've thought about a lot. And if I'm being honest, I've worried about some because I'd love to have that. And I just, there's, yeah, I've worried about it a little bit because I can't control it and it's kind of unresolved, you know? Um, yep. But I had this perspective shift yesterday where I was kind of praying about it and just talking to God, like, man, I'm, I'm worried about this. Like I shouldn't be. Um, and I started to reflect a little bit on, Like what we've talked about of like God, if God exists outside of time, which I believe he does, um, then in a way, all the provision that God has ever done in my life up to this point and through the point of me physically being dead has already been done, if that makes sense. Like, Like God has already provided all these things in this track record of my life that I've experienced, but all the stuff that's to come. God already experienced it. God already met those needs before I ever knew that they they arose. So in a weird way that just allowed me to like step back and just say, okay, I'm just going to thank God for providing for me and my family and um, in, in all the ways we need. Um, I'm just going to thank him for that and thank him for whatever the outcome of this job is. Whatever the outcome of the next thing is, that I'm isn't even on my radar yet, you know. But it allowed me to like step back and say, okay, my perspective is a little bit different because I believe this thing that you and I have just been talking about a few weeks ago. And uh, so, if nothing else, our podcast has helped me reflect on that, and it helped me grow my my trust muscle just a little bit and kind of shift my perspective on something that I'm I've actually been thinking about a lot, you know. <laughs>
1: Like I had this thought and I haven't fleshed this thought out enough. I just thought of it, but um, I wonder how much of our worry is connected to how much we control hmm. um, or try to control is probably a better, better word. Um, like I think of similar experience. So I had this job um, or this promotion at work that was kind of sitting in front of me, sitting in front of me. It's been weeks or sorry, it's been months um, since we first talked about it. <clears throat> um, and in and there was a shift in how my supervisor was talking about the role with me. So for the longest hmm. time, it was, hey, this is yours. You've got this. Um, and then w- there were some shifts that happened in the process. And it, was, it wasn't it was as definite um, in yeah. how he talked to me. Yeah. Uh, so my personality is I'm going to push and I'm going to prod. But um, before all that, when, when that all changed of here I thought was a sure thing, mm-hmm. um, and it's now – questionable and whether or not it's a sure thing like there's definitely a part of you that creates fear and worry and um you, you start to to get scared of um, what if this doesn't play out and then here's all these other plans that I already have going on in my head that now aren't going to be able to come true and yeah before you even start to spiral down those those rabbit trails which is you know what our brain does um, for me it was and this is this is newer to me than than I've practiced in the past but it's my my prayer life with jesus hmm. and how much that's changed and and i hate using the word prayer because prayer is it's been so twisted and changed and how we define yeah. it and you know someone says oh i want to pray more in, in this coming year and you're like okay what does that mean and usually it means like i want to make sure i get to my list of prayer requests more often yeah. i want to make yeah. sure that i pray before and after every meal and we've talked about this before i don't pray before meals i i think yeah. it's counterintuitive i think it's counterproductive um, to our relationship with Jesus. But um, many people do it. If that's what you do, that's great. I just don't. Um, And I intentionally don't. Um, But a big piece of it is like there's a level of communication, a level of relationship that we want to have with Jesus. So when we hit those moments or when I hit that moment a couple of weeks ago or a few weeks ago, whenever it was like my conversation wasn't, God, I want you to take care of this. Um, God, I need you to intervene and do this. Was that part of my prayer? Sure. But my prayer really started with Jesus. This is how I'm feeling right now. Um, here's, here's everything that was laid out. And now this is where it's at now. And here's all the, the, the worries and the fears that are just running through my head. Um, I'm worried about even these other things that are loosely connected. Um, I'm just laying it all out before Jesus and then getting to the point where saying, well, that's everything. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Now I just need you to do what you do. Um, you don't need to fix this. You don't need to change this. Um, God, if you have a different plan in the midst of it, I'm going to trust that that plan's better.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and then for me, I was on my back porch and it was, it was physically just saying, okay, God, I'm, I'm going to let go of it. Uh, yeah. I want it really bad, but I'm going to let go of it. Um, hmm. I'm going to hold this extremely loosely um, in my hands and I just need you to intervene. Yeah. Um intervene and when I say intervene I don't mean intervene of do what I want I mean intervene yeah. in my heart so this isn't a worry anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. Intervene in in my priorities so this isn't a focus anymore. Um because if I let it keep being a focus then I keep coming back to it over and over and over again throughout yeah. the day and it's it's just Creates this ball that keeps moving and gets getting bigger. I mean, that's not what I'm looking for. God, I just want to get rid of it. Yeah. Um, as your word said, um, that I don't worry about anything. Instead, I give it all to you. Hmm. Um, and I'm not going to worry about uh, how it's going to play out. And then I'm going to make sure I circle back around and thank you I and mean, how mm. it plays out.
0: That's a good point. Yeah. yeah.
1: Right. And so it was, it was that physical moment. It was a physical action for me to, to essentially put my hands out. I just realized I'm showing Andrew this, I'm putting my hands up on the screen, but yeah. you, you listening can't see that. But I, I physically stood on my back porch as having this conversation with, with Jesus about yeah. what was going on and, and really how I was feeling about it. Cause I was just trying to get it all out. Yeah, here's everything. This is all that I'm thinking, God. And does God know all those things 100%? But that's not the point. The point is relationship. And there's a level of trust that builds inside of you um, when you let those things out, right? Like Mm -hmm. um, when I'm more vulnerable, when I'm more open, I end up trusting that person I'm more vulnerable and open with. Um, So I'm going to practice the same techniques with God um, that I would with a human being. Um, and I'm laying it off. And then it was a physical position of taking my hands and, and essentially putting that in front of me and, and lifting them towards the sky just to represent to my own brain. Do I have to do that? No, absolutely not. But to my own brain, I have to do that in the sense of I need to physically do something. So Jesus, um, so I know that I'm giving this to Jesus, not that Jesus knows you're, he's, you're giving it to him. Um, yeah. He knows. Um, so it's it's little things like that. And then in all honesty, the rest of the weekend, I didn't think about it at all. That's it awesome. Wasn't, didn't occur to me, didn't, didn't yeah. think back to it, um, kind of surprised by it on you know Monday when I'm talking to my boss again. You're like, oh, yeah, that's right. I did have to pray about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I had a great weekend. Uh, so it's little things like that. Like I think this is what Jesus was talking about. This mm-hmm. is what the epistles were talking about. Um, hmm. That When when they get into this whole thing of worry is there's a level of relationship that we can sit inside of um, with Jesus where worry doesn't have to be a part of the equation. Hmm.
0: Yeah. There is, there is, you're right. And it's like, we, I just think I need reminders of it often. Like I need to know scripture about it. And then I need to actually do it. Like when I say do it, I mean, have the conversation like you just did, like you just talked about. And then remember that step, you said something about when whatever unfolds, whatever happens, I need to circle back and and thank God for it. Um, remember to mm-hmm. thank him for it and kind of acknowledge, I think that in our minds, in my mind, if I'm thanking them for it, then I'm like, you were a part of this, you know, and it's that I'm yep. going to reflect yep. on what happened and and help myself learn these lessons more of like, yeah, he was a part of it. God was a part of it. He was steering the ship the whole time. I just didn't see it and it wasn't on the time I wanted, but, um, mm-hmm. but getting it all off your chest, I think helps a lot. Um, there's a verse that maybe in our very first podcast, I, I talked about Psalm 46 a bunch. I, I think it was in our first podcast or it was right around that time. Um, don't go back and listen to it. Listen to episode three and beyond. Just keep staying with us. Right. But, um, but Psalm 46, one through, fr- one through three says, God is our refuge and strength an ever present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear though the earth gives way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. I love that, man. God is our refuge and strength an ever-present help in trouble. Um, and there's a lot of other verses about not worrying in the Bible. I have a bunch in our like script notes here. Um, but to me, that that mental space of saying, A mountain just fell into the ocean. Um, A hurricane's on the way. Our house just flooded. Something's on fire. I don't know. Having that image of like these huge things can go wrong. um, Yet we can sit there and say, no, God is our, our refuge and our strength. An ever present help in trouble. Ever present help all the time. Ever present, always there, always present. Um, Like, just knowing that to be true helps me when I'm walking into worry about a job decision or a financial situation or a, my calendar's way too busy. How am I going to accomplish everything this week or whatever, yeah. you know, or if I'm just being real, a sleepless night or a, a, a nearly sleepless night because of a, a toddler not feeling great like I had last night and the night before. It's like, how am I going to accomplish all the things I need to in my day? Um, just small worries, but it's like, I have a lot, I got to get done. How am I going to do that? Cause I'm, I'm worn out. You know, God is my yep. ever present help in times of trouble. Um, whether big or small, that just, that helps me a lot. Um, and then from there, I think the next piece is not just knowing some of this, that God is ever present, but I really think worry goes to, to trust. Like you were saying, what can I control? What can't I control to me? That talks all about trust. Like, do I actually trust God the way I want to or the way I think I do? Um, I find for myself that I do in moments and I do in situations. And then I find other moments and situations where I don't trust him as well as I want to. Um, I don't trust him as fully as I want to. then out of that, worry starts to manifest itself, you know? And there is an enemy, you know? Like Satan is is in control of a lot of things that happen in our lives or maybe not in control, but is allowed to influence a lot of things in our lives. He's allowed to try to influence us. Um, and, and he wants us living in fear. If you're living in fear and worry and anxiety, man, you're focused on just that. Like you were talking about, that's the thing. You're just, you're myopic. You're just looking at that. You're just thinking about that. Yeah. You're not digging yeah. into relationship the way you could be. You're not, doing ministry the way you could be you're not you're just not living the way god wants you to be able to live live. you're not living the full life he has for you if you're constantly stuck in worry in my opinion yeah well and just right along with what you're saying like that's the reason
1: the enemy gets us to these places is to keep us from experiencing this fullness that that we could have in a life with jesus and what it looks like and um I won't read this whole thing, but this is Jesus's words in, in the great, uh, the great commission in the uh, sermon on the mound. Also great.
0: in the maybe great. great sermon.
1: He has the great commission, the great commandments yeah. and the great yeah. sermon. The great sermon. Um, but this is in the middle of chapter six, middle to the end of chapter six of Matthew. And he says, therefore I tell you, and this is the whole thing. It's therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life. Uh, and then he goes on to explain it. Yeah. Um, what you eat, or drink, or what you uh, about your body, or what you will wear is life not more than food, the body more than clothes. Look at the birds of the air. I think we quoted this a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, they do not sow, or reap, or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Mm-hmm. And or can any of you, by worry, add one single hour to your life? Mm-hmm. Essentially, all Jesus is saying is, What's the point? Like, what is your worrying doing? It's not going to do anything for your life. It's not going to give you any more time. If anything, it's going to suck time away. Like, can any of you, by worry, add a single hour to your life? No. And why? And why do you worry about clothes? Uh, See the flowers of the field grow. Um, They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon, with all his splendor, um, was dressed like one of these. He was dressed in greater um, glory. Uh, verse 30 is, if that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow will be thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, um, you of little faith? Now, clothing, we think of clothing like Walmart's right down the street. You will right. buy clothes from <laughs> right. Walmart if you need right. to, right? Like. It would have been difficult to come by. It's not like they would have had these types of resources readily available. It would have cost them something to get them. Um, But do not worry saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? Or what shall we wear for the pagans run to these things? uh, And your heavenly father already knows that you need them. Yeah. But seek first his kingdom, seek his righteousness. So here's another way to see this. Seek first Jesus Mm -hmm. and his ways. And all these things will be given to you. Yeah. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow; for tomorrow, worry about itself. Each uh, day has its uh, enough troubles of its own. Mm. Um, and yeah, when we're in the midst of it, it's hard to digest the verses. But we'll go back to exactly what Jesus said to open this this part of the conversation. Therefore, I tell you, meaning this is important. That's why he <laughs> Listen. says these words. Right. Yeah. yeah. Pay attention here you yeah. could fill it with all those different words. He mm-hmm. says, "Do not worry about your life." Yeah. Now, the emotion is, what do you mean don't worry about my life? Mm-hmm. What do you mean I shouldn't do this? Yeah. this is all Jesus is saying, "I've got this. Stop mm-hmm. worrying about it." Yeah. Right? For the heavenly father knows that you need them already. Yeah. Um, like worry's not going to help you with anything. It's only going to yeah. cause more destruction. So we now we have to go combat against worry. And yeah. how do we combat against worry? We we do what Jesus said. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Seek first Jesus and Jesus' ways. Um, And this is going to be the thing that's going to combat um, the worries of this life. I'm going to pour back into my relationship with Jesus. And relationship, like that's the key. I don't know how many times we can say it on this podcast, but relationship's the key. Like Mm -hmm. we went through all the spiritual gifts or the spiritual disciplines for no other reason than to help you build relationship. Yeah, We just went through all the characters of God to help you build a relationship, to have a good view of who God is. This isn't about doing tasks. It's not about doing a list of things. It's not, hey, you need to read your Bible more. I'll tell you this. You don't have to read your Bible more. But Hmm. what you need to do is you need to spend time with Jesus, however Hmm. that's going to play out for you. I think it's important to read your Bible to understand what Jesus is saying. (laughs) Sure. But I'm not saying that's not the requirement here. Yeah. The requirement's relationship. Mm -hmm. So how do you foster and grow relationship with Jesus? Which means grow, like you were saying, grow in trust of of Jesus, to grow in uh, understanding of who Jesus is, to grow in um, your communication with Jesus, to grow in your vulnerability with Jesus, to grow in all these different, the same thing you would do with a human being. It's the same practice that you got to do with Jesus. This This is why he went to the cross to restore this relationship. Um, And when we seek after those things, you will be blown away um, by how often or how few times or how less you worry, um, because you're going to trust that Jesus has got this. Might not turn out the way I thought, but it's going to be for my good and for my betterment, um, because I love him and he loves me.
0: Yeah. That's solid, man. And yeah, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. That's such a good key. And if you, if you just remember one thing out of this podcast, remember Matthew six thirty four. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. That'll preach, man. Each day has enough trouble, trouble of its own. But to just sit back and say, tomorrow's going to be tomorrow. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's gonna be there. He already knows what happens and he's already gonna equip me for whatever I need in that moment. Um yeah. there's that's beautiful. Like you can just Well, the other piece you can live in that, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah. And the other piece of this conversation is you're not gonna grow in confidence, you're not gonna grow in trust mm. of Jesus if you don't practice it. Yeah. Right. And I think this is one of the reasons we worry so much. We have so much anxiety in our world today. Is every like there's probably not been a, a better time in in humanity's existence hmm. um, that we don't have to work hard for what we have. Hmm. Like things are given to us. We don't have yeah. to struggle. Um, especially like you know you look at um, upper middle class. Um, death rates, suicide rates, and it's through mm. the roof right now, especially in, in teenagers of that of that demographic. Yeah, um, because they've been literally given everything in their life; mm. they've never learned this coping skills um, to not get what you want. Right, mm. so it's the same thing that's at play here, like if I always get what I want, I don't learn anything, right? Like if, if Jesus is always giving exactly what I want the way that I want it, Hmm. um, we're never going to grow as human beings because we don't know what's best for us. Um, We're never going to grow in our trust because we don't know what's best for us. Um, Like it's, it's Jesus and letting him and trusting him in those ways um, that is going to give us greater confidence in who he is, but we don't get there unless we Trust him, right? It's that like egg before the chicken thing, yeah, um, and exactly. I know that's hard, but it's yeah. you've got to jump off the edge. You got to You got to push past the ledge um, if if you're going to see Jesus do what Jesus does. Yeah. But if you always play it safe and you always control it, um, you yeah. control everything about you know your life and your aspects, and you provide for yourself and all the ways you need to be provided for when things get difficult, you don't know what to do hmm. because you've never trusted Jesus. And that's what he's asking you to do in those difficult times. Right. Yeah. Like, um, James said it in the, uh, in the opening chapter of, of his book titled after himself, James, <laughs> <laughs> um, let me find the exact words. Uh, this is James chapter 1, verse 4. You can read the other verses, too. They're good, um, but I'm going <laughs> to skip them for the sake of time. Uh, he says, Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, yeah. not lacking anything. Hmm. Now, he goes on to kind of— Expand on this thought even more. And this is the famous verse that ends with, uh, such a person is double minded, unstable in all that they do. Mm -hmm. And essentially we could define worry as double minded, right? Yeah. Like you're split between two different things. Yeah. Worried about how things are going to turn out. Either it's going to turn out this way or this way. Um, and that double minded piece creates such a level of being unstable in terms of, uh, um, being swayed by the wind using other scripture to d- describe it, right. You're being thrown back and forth yeah. in the waves. Yeah. Um, you know, you're not able to focus in on, I think it was actually James later in the book, but uh, I have to think yeah, about it. I think you're um, right. But, but like, it's, it's that piece. Like I don't grow in my perseverance. I don't grow in my maturity. I don't grow in my trust of Jesus if I don't practice it. Yeah. Like I just stay as a, an infant or as a child Yeah. it never changes. Um, well, like,
0: and to get insanely practical with this and give you a homestead analogy, uh, that's that's something interesting I learned not long ago. Um, tomato plants, like every time you are around your tomato plants, you're supposed to grab the, the plant by a kind of um, thick part of it, a part that you, know, you can actually hold on to and shake it a little bit. Like you're supposed to jiggle it, make the plant physically uncomfortable a little bit because then yeah. it roots deeper into the soil because it's like oh like stuff's going on i need thicker i need that's a better good. base and then it gets more water it does better produces more tomatoes but it's through physical stress and and that's the same thing with trees and wind like a tree if it never lives in wind if there's no wind going on then a tree never actually develops deep roots the second a big gust yeah. comes it just falls right over and it's like uh, there's these things that are like god gave us the physical reality he gave us so that we can understand him better (laughs) i think i think all these things are meant to point back to him so that we can understand oh if i want more tomatoes i gotta make sure my tomato plants have thick roots and don't just fall over well if i want to actually have faith in god i better have thick roots you know and in a little different way but i better go through the storms and trials in my life, the things that make me worry and turn back to him and and read the scripture. And like you said, take the leap a little bit blindly of like, I know I'm supposed to trust God. It freaks me out to trust him with this decision. But while it keeps saying that I should and that I shouldn't worry in the Bible, all these things say that. So at some point, you just got to take a leap and say, God, do what you're going to do. I trust you. Even though I don't trust yeah. you, Lord, like what's that verse? Um, uh, give me faith uh, or give me belief because I have so much unbelief, something like that, where it's like, give me the thing that I don't have because I trust you can give it to me, you know, give me faith. Cause I don't have yeah. faith, um, but I trust you can give it to me is the idea basically. Yeah. So got to take a leap sometime.
1: Yeah. Well, if you're a parent, um, especially if you're a parent of a late teenager, early 20 something, and they're still living in your home. Um, like there's a part of that of like, they're just not mature enough to pull it off yet. Um, because probably not to step on your parenting toes, you gave it too easy for them. They never learned disappointment they never learned struggle. Um, mm-hmm. they didn't learn the things that you got to learn to, to find maturity. And it's says now just flip flop those relationships, at least for you and put yourself As a teenager, there's a good chance that you're in this faith. uh, You're trying to follow Jesus, but your faith from a maturity standpoint is still that of a child Mm. or that of of an early teen. um, That you don't have the skill sets because you haven't trusted Jesus enough in those skill sets to grow those stronger muscles of like. And here's the downside of it all. Grow those muscles. They get great. Um, What happens next? He gives you more. (laughs) It just gets bigger (laughs) from there. Yeah, You want to see God do miraculous in your life. Mm -hmm. You want to see God do the big things in your life. You often think to yourself, like use the Old Testament characters as an example. Well, God just shows up on the scene. No. Like all the things that Moses had to go through to get to the point where he believed that when he put that staff in the water, that God was about to split that sea. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Go back and read it yourself. Like throughout it, it's it's one thing after another that was testing and developing his faith. That he's having greater level of trust in God. You even saw just not that long before that, um, God bringing all the plagues and and God telling uh, Moses to go to Pharaoh, and he's like, I don't want to go to Pharaoh. I'm terrified. I can't do this.
0: I can't do that. So he
1: gives. So he gives him. He gives him his brother, um, to go in his place to go with him and be his voice box. But these small little steps. But he still went. He still went and yep. stood up against Pharaoh. Yep. Um, he still took those steps. These small things that grew and grew and grew to the point where he's now standing with probably half a million to a million people standing behind him. I might be making that number up off the top of my head. It's uh, a lot of people. And though. a sea. The only <laughs> yeah. way between the sea and their immediate death uh, yeah. is, or sorry, the only thing there is them. And yeah. his faith to say, God told me to put this staff in the sea, yeah. and he will split it, and we will walk on dry ground. Yeah. And right now in this moment, that's what I'm going to do because I that's believe right. God. Right. That's right. Faith is all connected in all this. Um, yep. and, and this is the thing that we, when we grow in our faith, we get to see more miraculous things in our life. Yeah. When we grow in our trust of Jesus, we have less worry that it's not going to turn out the way that we thought it to, but it is going to turn out the way that Jesus wants it to. And that's enough yeah. for me. Right. Like yeah. That's the part we're trying to get to. Uh, Mm -hmm. And it's not easy. We get that. Like what we're, what we're proposing to you. It's not a simple process. Um, We get that, but you've got to start somewhere. Uh, And if, you're struggling to have the conversation with Jesus to be open and vulnerable with him um, have the conversation with someone around you about it. Yeah. Um, find a, a, a spouse, a loved one, a friend, um, and share the fears that just overwhelm you. You've got to get them out um, yeah. because the longer it goes back to sin. And I'm not saying it's sin. It could be, but I'm not saying that it is um, where the source of your, your worry and your fear. Um, but the more we bring to light, the less those things in darkness have power. Yeah. So the more we bring up, this is what I'm worrying about. These are my fears. This is what's coming out of me. The less power that those things have, we can start to find victory over them. Um, But you've got to start having those conversations. You've got to take those leaps of faith and they'll feel like a leap of faith. Now, Mm-hmm. 10 years from now, and you've taken this journey with Jesus and you keep taking these steps in these leaps and you trust even more, you'll look back and be like, oh my gosh, I was terrified of that. Like, yeah. oh, that's so crazy. Yeah, God has done like this, 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 and this, that blows that out of the water. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, but we don't get to see those things if we're not, if we're living in fear, we're living in worry yeah. because we never make the decision that Jesus is urging us to make. Um, that's yeah. Causes us to fully trust him um, to see that that, that he's going to move in the end. And yeah. that's terrifying to us. I get it. Um, but we're yeah. pleading with you yes. that there is a better way. It doesn't have to be this way, but it's going to take you getting really uncomfortable yeah. um, and probably gripped with fear to some extent and yep. making the decision anyways yep. um, because Jesus is in the midst of this. So I don't know what that's decision right. God has in front of you. I don't know what worries that are grabbing um, your heart right now. Um, but I recommend start with a conversation or an yeah. extremely honest and real conversation. Dig deep into who you are and share yeah. those things with Jesus and then let these things go and see what he does with them. Yeah. Um, see where he goes with these things.
0: Okay. Final thoughts. I know you got to bounce. Uh, two final things. It's Lord, I believe help me in my unbelief. Um, think about okay. that. Lord, I believe help me in my unbelief. Think that when you, don't believe, choose to believe. I've already chosen I'm going to believe these things to be true about God. I've already chosen that the Bible is God's word for my life. It's kind of my playbook, my manual to go to. Um, So when you come up against something this week that that makes you worry about, this week, next week, whenever you're listening to this podcast, um, just remember this. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life. Stop. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life. Okay, God, I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to worry. I'm going to tell you all about it. I'm going to be real honest with you like Josh just talked about. And I'm not going to worry. It's done. You're going to be in it. And I believe that. And uh, I don't know. I hope, man, that this has been encouraging to you, Josh. I hope that you and I don't have a week filled with worry uh, where we have to prove this. Or opportunities to worry, right? Yeah. But we probably will have some things to worry about and maybe we'll talk about it more next time we talk, but dude, um, thanks so much for this, this great conversation. And, uh, I'm going to choose not to worry about my life as much as I can.
1: That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do the same. And we, we share all of this, not from a perspective of ac- expert or a perspective no. of we've got this all figured out. We share from a perspective of we're figuring this out. Um, we we're think working we found on some it. Secrets. Yeah. yeah. We think we found some secret sauce Yeah, and we're just trying to share that secret sauce as we yeah. try to live it as well. Yeah. Um, but Hey, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to us yet, you summed upon us. Yeah. We'd really appreciate it if you went to any of those major uh, podcasting platforms, mm-hmm. whether it's mm-hmm. Spotify or Apple podcasts or wherever else you may listen Um, and subscribe to us that gives you an opportunity on that platform to rate us we'd really appreciate a great rating if you think we suck and we're like the worst podcast you've ever listened (laughs) to don't listen please don't don't rate us and just unsubscribe (laughs) unfollow us and never think about us again Um, that's okay we're not offended but we'd Uh, be really hurt and crushed if you gave us a bad rating Um, but yeah thank you so much for listening we do love you guys we are praying for you guys Um, we're hoping um, that God is at great work in your life if he is please let us know you can always reach us on our website Uh, But
0: Andrew, as always, it's good to see you, my friend. It's good to see you. Thanks for this conversation, man.